As a small business owner, have you ever felt overwhelmed by the pressure of choosing the right hire or leading a team? Or have you ever found yourself tolerating a bad hire because you fear trying and failing again as you repeat the hiring process? If so, you're not alone and you are in the right place. Welcome to the Growing Your Team podcast. The Growing Your Team podcast teaches business owners like you to expand your unique business by teaching you to master the hiring and team management process. Hiring and managing a team does not have to be a challenge. You just have to learn to do it right. And the Growing Your Team podcast teaches you how to become a confident leader who hires right every single time. Now, let's jump into the show where each episode, you will learn tips on how to identify what type of help you need on your team, how to source amazing candidates, how to conduct interviews that lead you to your idea team member, how to onboard successfully, and how to lead every person in your business so you have a team of rock stars who you are happy to pay every single paycheck. So let's jump in and teach you how to hire like a pro. Hello, Jamie Van Kuyk here, and welcome back to the Growing Your Team podcast. One of the questions that I get all the time is, when is it the right time to hire? This could be when is the right time to hire that very first team member or when is it the right time to consider adding a new person to my organization? I love this question because the answer really gets you thinking a lot about what's going on in your business. And this is so important because I'm guilty of this too. Most of the time, we get so busy just going in our business and going from day to day, assignment to assignment, meeting to meeting, task to task, that we forget to step back and actually look at what's going on in our business. So often, there can be these big signs that it's time to hire going on every day in your organization and you miss them because you are busy working in your business. So when I'm asked this question, I go through the four signs that it's time to hire and I tell business owners, take time every quarter to review your business for these signs at a minimum every quarter. If you're at a period of significant growth, if you're scaling and bringing in a lot of additional revenue, you might even want to consider that looking at for these signs every month. Now, I will put a caveat out there that just because you have the signs that it's time to hire doesn't necessarily mean your business is ready to hire. And sometimes you got to do a little finessing of figuring out the job description, getting money so you can pay this team member before they start helping your business earn more revenue and things like that. There's some things you need to do to prepare, but the first thing you have to do is really identify if now is the right time. 
So as I mentioned, there are four signs that it's time to hire that I always share when I ask this question. And a lot of times I try to rush through them because I was like, who wants to sit there and listen for 30 minutes of me going on and on about each one of these things or about the topic in general? And so I just always give that high level information for each of this. But what I'm going to do today and what I'm going to do over the next few solo episodes is dig deeper into each one of these signs that it's time to hire so you really understand them and you know how to identify them in your business. And then you also know why hiring at this time is beneficial for your business and why not hiring when the sign is going on is going to hurt your business. So let's jump in and discuss that first sign that it's time to hire. And I always love talking about this one first because this is the one that seems to happen most of the time. Or it's the most obvious that it's time to hire. And that is you're at capacity. So what does being at capacity really mean? It means that you cannot take on any more clients. You are saying no to people you want to work with. That doesn't mean you're saying no to people that you're like, oh, I'm just not sure if they'd be a good hire. No, you're saying no to the people that you're like, oh my goodness, that's my dream client. Or if you're product-based, that you're having to say, sorry, I can't put my product in another store. I can't complete those orders right now because I don't have the time to produce what is needed for that order. So you're saying no to that good money, that sweet spot of your business, because you cannot take on that additional work. Or your team that you currently have cannot take on that additional work. Another way to look at this, to really see for yourself that you're at capacity, is that you have a wait list. So there's people who want to give you their money now, but you're saying, no, sorry, I'm not going to take it now. We'll talk in a few months. And I know what you might be thinking, because I get this question all the time, is wait, I hear waitlists are good for business. They're used as marketing. They're used to show that there's demand for you or your product or your service. And yes, that is true. Waitlists can be used for marketing purposes. Waitlists can benefit certain businesses, but waitlists can also harm certain businesses. So you need to figure out, is your waitlist working for you or is it working against you? And here's how to do that. With having a wait list, are you still able to achieve all your revenue goals? With having a wait list, are you still able to grow your revenue? If those are the cases, then having a wait list might be beneficial for you. But if you can't meet your revenue goals or your revenue is stagnant, even though you have a wait list, 
your wait list is probably actually working against your business rather for your business. The other thing to look at for wait list is do people actually wait? Or do you lose customers because of the fact that they're ready to buy now, they're ready to work with someone now, and they do not want to wait until you're ready for them. So because they have to wait, they go take their business elsewhere. So if you notice that a large percentage or a larger percentage than you want is not waiting, then your wait list is working against you. But once again, if your people are waiting, you're able to grow your revenue, you're possibly able to even charge more and still have a wait list, still have people knocking down your door because you're so in demand, your wait list could be working for you. But you still can always consider what would it look like to be able to take on more clients now. So when you're at capacity and you can't take on any more clients, how does it help you to hire? Well, it helps you because you gain more time in your business. By gaining more time, your business has the ability to serve more customers or create more products. So this new hire that you bring in can help serve clients or help produce products. And they can do this directly by, for example, being a junior you, or not even a junior you, you being a second you. And this way they're serving clients or creating products directly. So they're getting right into the mix and taking over either all of the client work for a subset of clients or all of the production of a subset of products, or they're taking over a portion of it. So you two are working together for producing products or for certain clients. So they do task A, you do task B for a client. Or a team member can take some of that back-end work off your plate so that way you have more time to focus on client work. Because if you think about it, as a business owner, you're not just serving clients. You're not just doing CEO tasks. You're doing a lot of this other admin, marketing, bookkeeping, back-end work that takes time that takes time away from you bringing revenue into your business, from you producing products, from you serving clients. So if you're not ready to bring someone in to help you with your clients or with your products, then you could be bringing someone in to help you get that back-end work off your plate. So this is our administrative assistants, our virtual assistants, it's our bookkeepers. It's our marketing team members. It's anybody that's doing work in your business that doesn't directly impact client work. So it doesn't directly impact the client. So the client doesn't know and probably doesn't care that these people in the back end are doing this work that keeps the business running, that keeps business coming in. You get that work off your plate so you can focus more on your clients and more on producing product. So hiring a team gets more of that time. So what happens when you don't hire? Well, I would say this should be pretty obvious, but we're gonna talk about it anyway, because sometimes we miss the obvious as business owners because we're so 
busy. So we already talked about revenue. If you are at capacity, that typically means you are at your maximum earning potential. Yes, there's sometimes things you can do where you can increase your prices, but for a lot of us, we can only increase our prices so much before we price ourselves out of the market. So there is that option, but we can only really do that so much. And we need to be able to produce at a value that matches those prices. So if we're super busy, and this is some of the stuff we're going to talk about with future signs, that we're not producing the quality that people are looking for at this price, we really hit a roadblock when it comes to increasing pricing. So we stop, we hit a ceiling with our revenue if we don't add more time into our business. As a business owner, you can also become burnt out, right? We can't survive working 60 hours a week, 70 hours a week, 80 hours a week. I know sometimes we there's these jokes that go around in business communities as we stop working 40 hours for someone else so we can work 60, 70 hours for ourselves. That's not sustainable. And that's not something that you should be aiming for. So by bringing additional help into your business, you can help reduce how much you're working. And because you have another person in your business, two people working 40 hours is not the same as one person working 80 hours because you reach a point of diminishing return. So after you work so many hours a week, you actually start producing things of lower quality. It takes you longer to get stuff done. You're not as focused. So you can get more done in the same amount of hours when you have someone on your team. Because once again, they're working so many hours as a refreshed, productive worker, and you're working so many hours as a refreshed, productive worker, instead of you working all those hours as an exhausted worker that is unproductive for a lot of that time because you've passed your point of diminishing returns. So to wrap up this first sign, you need to consider hiring for your business when you've reached your capacity. You're saying no to your idea clients. You're saying, hey, join my wait list, but that wait list is not working for you. It's working against you. And you've identified that the best way to either sustain your business or increase your revenue is by getting more time in your business. So that wraps up the first sign that it's time to hire. Join us next week on the Growing Your Team podcast where we go into sign number two, that it's time to hire a team member for your small business. Are you ready to hire a new team member for your business and you want to ensure you hire the person who can succeed in the role, make you happy, and positively impact your bottom line? Then let's talk and see how growing your team can help you master the art of hiring. Through bespoke hiring frameworks and comprehensive guidance, you will learn how to attract candidates who have the passion you desire and the skills needed to succeed. At Growing Your Team, women entrepreneurs and leaders work with us to help them expand their unique businesses by teaching them how to hire like a pro. Let's connect 
and see how we can help you. Send me an email at jamie at growingyourteam.com. That's jamie, J-A-M-I-E at growingyourteam.com or head on over to growingyourteam.com slash jumpstart with jumpstart being all one word. And let's talk about how you can become a confident leader who hires right every single time.